What's up, gorgeous? Happy Wine Wednesday. Today we're talking about how we like to have things figured out before we start, but really we have to start to figure things out. I have so many conversations where somebody's trying to start something new and the, naturally they want to have everything figured out before they get started. Now, this isn't all bad because you do have to have a certain amount of information, like a foundational knowledge before you can take a step before you really know what that step is. So I think that's part of why we get hung up because you do need some foundational knowledge and then we get sucked into finding all the information and we forget to ever get started. So when you wanna start something new, what's the first thing you do? You take a step back and you figure out what you have to do to do first, right? I think part of what's so tricky about this is you do need some research. You do need some foundational knowledge or else you have no idea like what that first step even is. And we've talked about this before, so I'm not, I'm not denying that. But what I do think is that we oftentimes get sucked into like all the preparation and we want to find out as much as possible and we want to figure out everything, the whole journey before we take the first step. And I get it. I get it. I'm afraid of failure. I'm a recovering perfectionist. Like I don't want to screw up. I don't want to waste time. I don't want to waste resources. I don't want to waste my energy. Like, I want to have things figured out before I get started. And I especially want to know if it's not going to work out because then I'll just skip the whole thing altogether and won't even start. Won't even waste my time, right? But I want us to try to reframe that thinking and consider what is actually a waste. A lot of things are worth trying even if it doesn't work out the way that you think it's going to or the way that it does in your head, or the way that you originally wanted it to. If you've ever had something work out better than you imagined, I'm pretty sure you can relate. Because if it worked out exactly how you thought it would, then you wouldn't have gotten the better end of the deal. So, there's a couple factors that tie into this, right? Like, when we are thinking of what we want to do, you only have the options that you believe are possible. So if you're going to try for something, you're only going to try for something if you believe that it's possible for you. So if I get a random thought that, you know, I want to be a unicorn, that's not something I'm going to pursue and take action towards because I know that's just impossible for me. So I'm going to write that off and narrow down my scope to what is actually possible. And so the first thing I wanna talk about of why taking action before you have everything figured out is because what you believe is possible is not necessarily accurate. So when you're in, you're stuck in your nine to five, right? Like you have a boss that's breathing down your neck, like what you think of as possible for say your income you might be thinking, okay, I can get a promotion, I can get a raise, I can get a job somewhere else. Not bad options, right? And not incorrect. So you might go and start looking for another job. 
you might then realize that you could start your own business. And then you're like, oh, instead of working for someone, maybe I can start my own business. And that's something that you might not have considered before. This is a super basic example. I'm sure you've thought of starting a business, but <laughs> you try to use it as, a, as an illustration. So versus, so if you're stuck in your nine to five, like those might be the options you consider versus if you're running a business already and you are currently making six figures, then in your realm of possibility, you might consider like, hey, I'm gonna bring a coach on, I'm gonna bring some employees on so that I can scale my business to seven figures. So the realm of what you think is possible looks a lot different than what you think is possible as an employee, generally speaking. Now, if you are an employee and you're working your nine to five and you start that business and then that business becomes a six figure business, you might eventually be that person who is in the six figure business and knows they can scale to seven figures. So once you start that journey of starting your business, running your business and seeing where it takes you, seeing where you can go, the realm of possibilities literally opens up. Whereas if you're sitting in your nine to five, hating your job, hating your life, you're not thinking, how can I scale my business to seven figures? Because you don't have a business to scale. So it's not in the realm of possibility for you. Okay. So that's why you have to start before you have everything figured out because you don't know the options that will open up to you on the journey. I'm not trying to say that you shouldn't shoot for having a seven figure business while you're still an employee. I'm just using that as an example and how like what we think of as possible or achievable changes depending on where we're at in life. Other factors are just straight up like not knowing what all is entailed in something. So here's another super simplified example. If you want to cook a four course dinner, right? And you just want to have an extravagant dinner party and just blow people's minds with an incredible like four course meal. You might get halfway into that and realize you hate it. Like there's a lot of planning you can do and a lot of preparation you can do in your mind, thinking, planning, but you're not really gonna know what it's like until you start doing the work. So you might realize after you're looking up recipes and you're doing all the shopping and you're having trouble finding certain ingredients for this super bougie recipe or you know, getting people to actually RSVP is a nightmare or you realize you don't have enough seating for all the people who did RSVP as you're going through the journey, all these hurdles come up. Some that you can foresee like before you get started and that's great, right? That's why you do want to do some research before you just dive into something. But my people, <laughs> so y'all tend to be people who overthink things. So that's why I'm taking this approach. I'm not saying don't plan out anything at all. I'm just saying you and me are more likely to plan forever and never actually do anything. So my goal here is to encourage us to do the thing and figure it out. So 
once you start actually doing the work, you're looking up the recipes, you're doing the shopping, you're doing the cooking, you're figuring out how to fold in the cheese, you're dealing with throwing a dinner party, you get, you can feel it, like you know what it's actually like as you're doing it. You can only get so far without actually doing the thing. You can't, you can imagine what it feels like and you can compare it to something similar that you've experienced. You can hear what it feels like for other people, but you'll never know what it feels like for you until you do it. And then that can blow your mind. Like you can either love it or hate it and you would have never known when you're just sitting by yourself thinking about it. So that's a huge thing because the sooner you find out you hate something, the better, because then you can take all that time, energy, and resources and pour it into something else. And it's not a failure because you've learned. I know I'm kind of subject hopping here, but I want us to get over feeling like we failed at something when it didn't work out the way we expected it to. Okay. Tying back into something working out better than you expected it to. That's not a failure, okay? So the failure, I want us to think about it more as failure is when you stop trying. Failure is not when something doesn't meet your expectations because that could mean something worked out better than you expected it to. And I don't think anyone would categorize that as failure. So I want you to think about failure as when you stop trying. So all these little mistakes that happen, all these things that turn out not how you expected, those aren't really failure. Those are just things that you've learned along the way. Those are normal. Those are part of the process. Those are things that you get to experience when you actually start doing something. Okay? So we have to start before we have everything figured out because you can only work with your realm of your current realm of possibility. You don't know how it feels or if you're even gonna like it until you start doing it. And then third, you don't know what you don't know. That's the caption, that's the podcast. There's so much to unpack there. And I kind of talked about this with the feeling if you like it or not. But unexpected things come up. You can do so much research and you can do so many interviews and find people doing the similar things and you gather so much information. And a lot of that is valuable. It's like a bell curve, right? You need to do some and that's valuable. But then after a while, like you're not really gaining any more value. And then when, if you continue, it's losing value because if you look hard enough, you're gonna find conflicting information and opinions on everything. So it's just gonna start being confusing. The further you go with researching and asking and looking and thinking without actually moving forward, you're wasting time, you're losing momentum, and you're probably burning, like, you might even start burning out before you even get started. Like, let's be real, right? And then you're not taking advantage of any of those opportunities you have to learn by actually doing. So definitely do your homework. Like, do you know, that it is a bell curve. You're going to have a lot of value from doing your homework and doing some research in the beginning. 
but be aware like it starts to plateau after a while and you're not gaining any more value by sitting there and doing research talking about like you don't know what you don't know and tying back into you can find conflicting opinions on everything so for example starting a business right let's take one small facet and go hey do you need a website if you're googling that you're gonna find a million different opinions and strong ones too and you're gonna find success stories on both sides you're gonna find people who have a beautiful website they launched their website before they launched their business like and they're you know making tons of money like directly from their website you're also gonna find stories of people who are incredibly successful who have thriving businesses who either don't have a website have a crappy website or just recently started a website after they were already successful so you don't know if you're starting a business if a website's going to be the right thing for you or not until you really get into it because you have to figure out how it's going to work for you and your business and what you're doing okay so using that example almost anywhere else right you can if you're looking at traveling you can read as many articles and reviews and opinions and watch vlogs till like till you, your life passes you by and you don't have the chance to travel anymore okay let's not do that because people do it but you're never gonna know what's best for you until you try something so taking a step back and kind of like congealing everything together I want to encourage you to start moving towards the things you want before you have everything figured out because you can waste a lot of time figuring out solutions to potential barriers that you might never actually run into and then you're gonna have other either opportunities or challenges that you've never considered that you're gonna have to figure out on the spot anyway you're gonna be so much better off if you start doing the thing and you figure out the details as you go because a lot of the stuff you can research and read about and hear about is not even going to be relevant to you and then you're also going to run into other things that you never came across in your research so a much better skill would be learning to figure out what you need in as you need it basically learning to cross the bridge when you get there or like when you can see it in the distance i'm a planner so i can't say that i advocate waiting to like learn how to cross the bridge until you get there but learning to figure out how to cross the bridge like when you can see it in the distance that's so valuable so we think of it like painting right say you're like me you have no idea how to paint <laughs> like what the rules are what the strategy is how it works so you're gonna do some foundational research right you're probably gonna look at some paintings if you've never seen a painting before to get a feel for like what is it probably do some research on what your options are what kind of paint is available to you um, and you know based on your research what you think you might want to start with what kind of brushes canvas you know what kind of mediums you're gonna use so you do need the you do need a foundational level of knowledge to get started because you have to know what the first step is 
but you have to know what the first step is. You don't have to know what all the steps are in every single process. Like, you don't have to walk through every step of the process and have the entire... The, the entire thing painted out in your brain before you go pick up a brush. You just need to know the kind of brush you want to start with and the materials you want to start with. Like, go get some paint, go get a brush, go get a canvas, okay? And then you're going to paint your first painting, right? And you're going to go, oh, this watercolor, not my vibe. It's too watery. I want something that's a little more viscous, that's going to, like, not spread as much. Oh, it would have been really nice to have a brush that was thinner and so I could do more detail work. It would be really nice to have an easel so I'm not balancing my canvas on my dining room table. Like these, those things, you're gonna find your preferences as you go. Whereas if you get a whole set of professional brushes and you spend all this money like getting the perfect canvas and all these watercolors and then you start and you realize you hate painting with watercolors like what are you doing you're just like how would you how would you know and then you think you hate painting because you don't like watercolor and so then you give up the whole thing and then you're afraid to try something else next time because it was so expensive the last time because you went all out and you thought you had everything figured out before you started so you went zero to a hundred and spent all this money on a professional art studio right just to find out like mm, you don't really like it that ties into the failure piece too just because you don't like watercolor doesn't mean you're not a painter give yourself a chance to try something else you might still love painting and you just prefer oil. I think that's the thing. Oil paints, right? Yeah, that's the thing. You might just need to tweak your approach a little bit. Or maybe you hate painting inside and you need to go outside and find some inspiration. That doesn't mean that painting isn't working out for you. But you have to start. And you have to give yourself a starting place so that you know where to adjust from. Because when you're speculating everything in your head 10, 20, 100 steps out, it's too abstract to really know what's going to work for you. So I would encourage you to start the foundation of information and do a little bit of research so that you know if you want to start with watercolor, if you want to start with oil painting, if you want to start with something else, and then start. And then if you hate it, Figure out what you hate about it and either tweak it or try something new. If you do hate painting, then you can quit. You're completely allowed to, but you can't quit on yourself. So once you stop painting, then you go find something else and you try that, okay? And it's not a failure because you haven't given up on yourself. You're still trying, okay? You're still gonna create something beautiful. You're still going to express your creativity you're still going to develop your artistic skills. It just might not be painting. And there's nothing wrong with that. And that's part of why you have to start so that you know and you can pivot before you get so invested that 
finding out it's not what you expected is so devastating that you never want to start again. So I would encourage you to start small so that you can fail small, fail, so that you can make the adjustments you need to find what really works for you. Okay? And there's so much potential. Once you find the paint that works for you, you might realize that you are a beast. Once you start painting, you might find other artists that you really click with and you become incredible friends. And they might introduce to you other artistic expressions that you had never considered. You might start with paint and end up getting into like steampunk sculpting. Like, I don't know. You know, I don't even know if that's a thing. And how would you know until you meet the person who's cre who's inventing it? Like, we so often fail to consider the potential of getting started. So you have to start before you have it all figured out because you don't know what possibilities are going to open up for you and where those beginning steps are going to take you. It's also so important to start before you have everything figured out because you don't know what it's going to look like for you, how it's going to feel, if that's going to be something you love or if it's not going to work out for you and you might need to tweak or try something completely different. I also want to encourage you to start before you feel like you have everything figured out because you don't know what you don't know. Additional possibilities might open up. You might find a specific niche that you love that you didn't know existed before you got into that arena. You might find new ways of doing things that you had never considered if you wouldn't have laid that foundation of building your skills, getting started, and practicing. We really discount how much that opens up for us. And so I want to encourage you to get started before you have everything figured out. If you are wanting to start a business, don't get hung up on the website. You don't even know if you're going to need it or not, right? Start the business. Try to sell things. See if people will even pay for it. Don't worry about the website until you realize you see that bridge down the road and you're like, I'm going to need a website. Work on the website then. But the last thing you want is to pour a bunch of time and energy and money into building a website that you never use. Because then you're going to get gun shy of like, ooh, I remember the last time I did that and I made this huge investment in something I wanted to do and then I felt like it was a waste because I didn't ever use it. So you can avoid that by getting started, doing the thing, taking the steps, and then bringing in those additional pieces when you realize, yep, I am going to need that. You can buy that extra brush when you realize, oh, I need a specific brush for this specific painting that I want to do. Otherwise, you might never need it. So if you go out and you buy every brush in the world in case, that's going to take a lot of time and energy and money, and you're probably going to be too exhausted to even start. So just start with the brush you have. Or start with the brush that your minimum amount of research tells you is most likely to work out and then go from there. Okay? I love you. I think you're doing great. Um, I would love to hear about what steps you are taking on this journey and how I can better support you. So stay in touch 
and I will talk to you next week.